Welcome to the Vital Dawn podcast for Thursday, January 14th. S&P futures are up seven points. That's about 20 basis points. NASDAQ futures are down about 20 points. That's about 19 basis points. Europe's major indices are trading well. They're up about 45 to 60 basis points. You're seeing outperformance in cyclical value stocks. So autos are very strong. Basic resources, banks, and energy are all doing well as well. Uh, tech is rallying in Europe too, up about a percent, thanks in part to very strong Taiwan semi numbers out um, in Taiwan earlier this morning. Asia was mixed. Hong Kong and Japan traded well. Mainland China and Taiwan underperformed. So a few moving pieces this morning. U.S. fiscal stimulus is very much in focus. So remember, Biden has been hinting at a fiscal stimulus plan um, for you know at least the last several weeks, talking about price tag being in the trillions. We've got more details now in the last 24 to 48 hours. So Biden is due to speak tonight at around 7.15 p.m. Eastern from Delaware. He will unveil a rescue stimulus package. So the Biden team is going to be pursuing a two-track stimulus strategy. They're going to have a rescue package out now that will focus on um, COVID-related items. And then they will have a recovery package later in the year that will include items like infrastructure spending. So for tonight, the rescue stimulus package will have a price tag of around $2 trillion. It's essentially just going to give more money to all of the items that were in all the prior stimulus bills. So there's nothing too incremental um, as far as um, where the money will be targeted. It's just more money at the, at the prior end market. So state and local government assistance is probably going to be the big change. Um, you know, I watch for at least several hundred billion dollars um, in terms of the price tag that will be devoted to state and local aid. Um, and like I said, you have you have the fourteen hundred dollar incremental stimulus checks that will get the number up to two thousand, including the six hundred from the stimulus bill last year. Um, so you know, again, I think we're at the point in time in the market where uh, you know the market has been trained for the last year plus to consider all fiscal stimulus to be an unmitigated positive. Given what's occurring with yields, yields are rising in response to these massive deficit-funded stimulus figures. Um, That is going to be a headwind for at least certain parts of the market as it undermines the multiple expansion that you saw in 2020. So remember, yields collapsed last year. That drove multiples up about three turns on the S&P. That drove the index up at least 600 points. As yields rise this year, um, some of that multiple expansion could reverse. And I think tech in particular is most vulnerable given that they have the highest multiple. So that is the stimulus narrative for today. That's obviously going to dominate the market. And again, he's speaking later tonight around 7 o'clock PM. Other big macro topics for today. China had trade figures for December. Exports, imports, both were relatively decent. You had uh, Taiwan semi earnings. I think the earnings themselves are not, um, you know, not not terribly surprising or incremental. Remember, Taiwan semi already reported their revenue for Q4, so you had Q4 gross margins were better than expected. The Q1 revenue guidance is also higher than expected. I think the big takeaway from Taiwan semi is an enormous capital spending guidance figure for 2021. Huge capital spending figure that will have all the semi equipment stocks in focus today. Your Amats, Lambs, Clacks, etc. It also suggests that Taiwan Semi is planning on getting at least some business from Intel. Remember, Intel um, is supposed to be farming out more of its production to third-party foundries as they lag behind on next-generation process nodes. Um, so that Taiwan Semi CapEx figure presumes um, that they will probably win some of that Intel business. And then Johnson Johnson vaccine anticipation. So Johnson Johnson had some data out overnight on its vaccine. That This is very early stage trial data. It's not the 
the data that we're looking for. We're looking for the phase three data readout that should hit any day, um, at least within the next couple of weeks. The head of Operation Warp Speed spoke yesterday at the JP Morgan Healthcare Conference. He said that the Johnson Johnson vaccine could have efficacy in the 80 to 85% range, which would be a, a very big positive if it is in that if it is in that range. Um, you know, Moderna and Pfizer hit the ball out of the park with their efficacy figures in the 90s, um, but 80 to 85% is very good for a vaccine. Um, and given that Johnson Johnson's vaccine only requires a single shot, and given that they have huge manufacturing capabilities that could really pump out volumes once they get approval. Um, you know, if that thing comes onto the market, that will be um, a major accelerant to the overall vaccination process. So you know, those three pillars that, that I've been talking about, vaccine anticipation, huge stimulus earnings, all are still very much in place, all continue to drive markets. Um, again, my, my concern, I think this will be the dominant macro theme for the year, has to do with the interplay between yields and multiples. Um, and I think that's where the risk lies for the market at this point in time. Um, so those are all the major big themes and trends for looking out onto the Thursday calendar. You have two big earnings reports this morning, BlackRock and Delta. No one is scheduled to report after the close. And then Friday morning, you have bank earnings. I've sent around previews um, for all the banks. Uh, I sent it around this prior weekend. It's up on the website. Let me know if you would like to take a look at it. Um, in addition, you have U.S. jobless claims at 8.30. Powell is due to participate in a panel at 12.30. It doesn't seem like this will be a huge policy event, although he could obviously um, comment on on some of the current areas of uh, uncertainty with regard to monetary policy. Um, again, this is something I've spoken about before. There is a lot of uh, debate in the market around tapering. The, the Fed is buying $120 billion per month of treasuries and mortgages. If things unfold the way they look with improved growth, accelerated vaccines, huge fiscal stimulus, et cetera, that QE becomes or starts to look increasingly inappropriate. So the market thinks the Fed's hand could be forced to taper later in the year. And so obviously to the extent Powell comments on that, that would be important. Uh, so that Powell is at 1230 and then Biden uh, tonight at around seven o'clock where he'll, he will unveil uh, this fiscal stimulus plan. Uh, so that is everything for today. A lot of other pieces of news uh, to be aware of. So take a look at the full piece um, and that is everything for today. Thank you for listening.